Welcome back home for all podcast listeners. For those of you who are new here, I am ACARS Communications Director Kelly Moss, and I am excited to welcome you for yet another great episode of the Home for All podcast. Today's episode is going to cover an NAR member benefit, Realtors Property Resource, or RPR as we call it. RPR is an all-encompassing real estate platform that works with residential, commercial, brokerage, appraiser, and MLS. Today's guest is Ernie Bottom, the Director of Industry Relations at RPR, and we're going to discuss anything and everything that you can possibly imagine with regard to RPR programming. In studio with me today as well is ACARS Professional Development Director, Therese Koval. We're going to talk about the Better Buyer Tour, RPR reporting and creative ways to deliver those reports, form builders and lead capturing systems, broker tools and listing presentations, and so, so much more. This is going to be an amazing conversation. So like we always say, grab your coffee and your earbuds and make this spot your home for the next 30 or so minutes. We're happy that you're here. Our Home for All podcast is a bi-weekly production where we will host interviews, facilitate conversations, and talk about what's happening in the world of real estate. We'll introduce you to the important people in your community and help you learn how to grow your real estate-related business. This is an adult show and some adult language might occasionally creep into the conversation. So let's move forward and find out what makes Northeast Ohio the best home for all. Welcome, Ernie. It's great to have you here with us today. Would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them how long you've been involved with RPR and what, um, you know, how, how it got you to this part of your career? Sure. So, um, well, I've been kind of in the real estate business since like 1987. And I worked for a company where we did different marketing programs for real estate companies. We did TV home shows and property hotlines and greeting card follow-up things, all kinds of stuff. And then our company was bought by Realtor.com. And so then from there, one thing led to another. And I worked at the Fidelity National um, Information Services. And um, and then NAR bought us, our little group, and turned it into um, our PR that's really cool. Yeah, so how long so did I, it take from that discovery to where kind of where RPR kind of became a thing? It was about a year, I would say. Okay. Yeah. And um, we were before that, we were like cyber homes was what we were called. Uh, but then, yeah, so then and RPR uh, or NAR, I should say, was looking for something to become RPR. And when they saw what we were doing, they're like, well, you've already built it, so <laughs> let's just do it. And of course, See? there were some things that had to be changed and updated. So December of 2009 is when I started with RPR, when it pretty much started. I guess it was introduced at the November convention in 2009 uh, that you know RPR is coming. And then we launched our first MLS in, I think, September of 2010. Okay. Um, so yeah, and, and so I've been doing this ever since, and it's been so much fun. I've met so many wonderful people. It's just great. 
That's awesome. That's really, really cool. And um, I'm going to give Therese the opportunity to introduce herself to you since she's joining us today. Therese. Hi, everyone. I'm Therese and I am with with ACAR. So I am in charge of working on the professional development classes that we offer, RPR being one of them, as well as professional standards among, among a variety of other things. But that is about the, that's the 30,000 foot view. There you oh, yeah. go. I love that. Well, let's, let's just dive right in and start talking about RPR and what it can offer the everyday realtor, broker, commercial agent, etc. So can you give us kind of like, let's just start with kind of an overview of, of kind of what RPR is, how it works and what it does kind of with, I guess, more specificity to realtors first. Sure. Yeah. So first off, it's uh, it's strictly a realtor tool. There's no consumer version or public version of this. Right. It's strictly for NAR members. Um, and it's 100% paid for by the NAR dues that the members pay. Um, there's no upgrades or enhancements or fees of any kind beyond that. So it's, it's all just paid for by the dues. And so we basically built a database of property information, and we pretty much have every property in the country on RPR. I won't say as far as like vacant land, perhaps not, but if there's a building on it, we probably have it. Um, and it is divided, like you said, into residential and commercial. Um, the users of RPR can use either side, it doesn't matter. Um, you don't have to be a commercial practitioner to use the commercial. Anybody can do that. Um, and so we've collected tax data, uh, deed and mortgage recordings, foreclosure data, uh, school information, FEMA flood maps, neighborhood and de demographic data, consumer information like the people that live in this area listen to rock and roll music and shop online. I mean, that kind of stuff. Okay. We, hey. Yeah. And um <laughs> The things that are so nice about RPR is um, we've got great valuation tools that the members can use to determine a property's value. There's two different CMAs in, in RPR um, and another thing called refine the value where you're just kind of looking at, um, you know, have they made any home improvements? Is What's the market doing? What's the property condition? And you can kind of tweak the value based on that. Um, and then there's wonderful reports for sellers, buyers, um, things you can post on social media, um, and they're so easy to generate, and they really look beautiful. They have graphs, their color, um, and it, it's just wonderful. And yeah, I really encourage all of you to, to to take advantage of RPR. You're paying for it whether you're using it or not, and right. it really gives you such an advantage over those agents who don't use it. Well, and that's the thing, you know, our, our agents are like you, it, as you said, they're paying for it already as part of their dues to NAR. So um, let's just, you know, take a look at it even and see, you know, what, what it's all about. So if I'm a brand new agent and I've not, you know, a relatively new agent to getting my license and I've never used RPR before, what would be the first like three things that I would want to pull from RPR to help me with my business? So it, first off, I would say there's as a new agent, finding listings is probably like number one priority. And there's just an enormous amount of prospecting tools built into RPR. And it's just kind of like knowing where to look for stuff. Like, sure, go like put in a zip code for your area, 
and then go to the advanced search and you can look for uh, absentee owned property. So in other words, if you want to reach out to renters, um, right. or maybe you want distressed properties, you know, these people are, ha- are in hot, hard times and you want to, you know, try to work with them. Um, maybe you want to uh, farm or market to people who have owned their property for 15 to 20 years. You think that that's the sweet spot that they're probably looking to downsize or upsize or whatever. Um, so you can really use a lot of this criteria um, to prospect. And you have 2,000 mailing labels per month that you get free included in our PR. Um, so it's a really good marketing tool. I mean, you mail out 2,000 pieces, you're you're pretty busy. So that's yeah. probably all you really need. <laughs> Um, and so that would be one thing that a, a brand new agent could take advantage of are those prospecting tools. Another thing is um, just, uh, again, marketing the product or the, the, the property. Um, sure. and we've got really nice um, resources that they can use that, uh, you know, create like a little social media uh, graphic that they can post on Facebook or Instagram or something like that. Um We've got, we just added, I'd say within the past couple of months, um, under the neighborhood section in RPR, what we call market trends. So when somebody says, hey, Ernie, how's the market? This is exactly what you want to tell them. You know, while people are paying about 102% of list price for the properties, you know, there's this many days on market. We have, you know, it's a, a strong buyer's market, whatever it might be. But we've got all these statistics graphically you know, shown. Um, and it's really, really wonderful because again, these new agents, um, you know, they don't have the years of experience that some sure. of these other agents do. And we can instantly turn them into an expert um, and they can sound like they know what they're doing, you know, answering these questions. Well, and it's good education. It sounds to me like it's a good education process Go walking through all of that too, even if you're a brand new agent or a seasoned agent, doesn't matter if you've ever, right. if, you know, you've not looked at all of that or used any of it. It gives you the opportunity to digest all of that and actually make yourself the subject matter expert of that particular piece of property or that particular area. Um, so that, that makes a lot of good sense to me. Um, if I'm an agent that why, why would I not be on there taking advantage of those tools and looking at what I can do to help my client sell their house quicker or find a house quicker? Um, yeah. And the new, so- the new members are really probably the best group to adopt our PR because they're not used to doing something a certain way, or they're not used to these other tools that you know, are, are out there, you know, so it's a nice way to start with something that's already paid for. They don't have to invest right. in something and they can take advantage of it, learn it inside and out and really have a tremendous advantage. Sure. Ernie, and I have a question for you. Sure. Could you explain to our listeners how RPR's database is different than their MLS? Sure. So the MLS is part of our PR. So um, it's one of the things that's in there. So we've got all of the listing data, the, you know, the withdrawn properties, the solds, you know, all of that MLS history and data is in our PR. But we also have in there lots of public information. 
So we'll see, you know, when, you know, is there a mortgage on this property? Is there some foreclosure activity? What are they paying in taxes? Um, what are the schools that service this property? Um, and it's all, it's we call it property centric. So when you look up a property, um, let's say for instance, it's a property that's kind of way Northwest um, and maybe it's also in the Firelands MLS, you know, it's cause it's it's right on the border, let's say. Well, there's only one property, but even though there might be multiple listing records, um, we still just have the one property. So you you see that, oh, here's a Firelands listing and here's a MLS Now listing and, you know, here's all the public data. Um, we pick up all of that great data. And especially like with the neighborhood information, um, you've got, um, you know, labor statistics, you've got economic data in there, you've got demographics. Um, and like I mentioned at the beginning, as far as the consumer information, you know, you've got like the people in this area like to do square dancing or, you know, it's just all kinds of interesting things um, to that, you know, might help a, a buyer say, yeah, you, you know, this sounds like the neighborhood I'd like to live in or whatever. I'm looking that square dancing thing up. <laughs> it's there. I'm just saying. <laughs> Can we talk a little bit about a the better buyer tour? Yeah, so it's this is one of the things that's only on the mobile app. It's not on the website. So, and I guess it's because you're out touring, so you're mobile, sure. you know. Um, but you can put together a a tour, you know, we're going to go to this property first, then that one and so on, and you can set this tour up right on your phone. Um, and it will literally navigate you, you know, from one property to the next. Interesting. Um, and, yeah. And it's really nice because you can, there's a printout too that you can do to give to the buyer that you're working with to say, you know, here are the properties we're going to see. And if you wanted to, as a companion piece, you could do like a mini property report for each one of those. Uh, and then when they kind of narrow it down, you could do a full property report. But yeah, it's a, it's a really nice um, way to kind of plot your, your day, you know, to see what are we going to sure. sure. And it makes sense to me too, that, you know, if you're, you know, taking clients multiple places, then right at your hand with your phone, you know, what that property is, what the deal is, how, you know, what needs to happen while you're at that location. And then right in the same thing, you're moving on to the next property. So well, and that, and that makes really good nice. sense. It's really nice too with the mobile app because, you know, we know this happens. You're at the, at a uh, for sale property, and right across the street, there's this crummy little sign that says "for sale by owner," and they <laughs> might say, "Well, well, what about that one?" You know, well, you can look it up in RPR, and you can say, "Well, right. that one only has three bedrooms. It's only a thousand square feet. You it doesn't meet your criteria." Sure. So even though it's not listed per se, you can still find the public data on it, and you know talk knowledgeably. Right. So that answers my, what was going to be my next question was, is there, you know, is it everything or is it just what's in MLS? So obviously it's everything because if you're including for sale by owners as part of that, that, you know, if that data is there as well, that will help the agent moving forward with their client. We don't show that it's for sale, but we do have the public record data. Sure. So we wouldn't know that you know, this guy wants to sell it for whatever, 150. Right. But you, you know, you could still look up the estimated value, the RVM, sure. and say, well, this is what we think it's worth. You know. Um, sure. So yeah, it 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 really gives the 
the Realtor just a tremendous amount of tools. And, and yeah. they, they look so knowledgeable that way. You yeah. Know? You, you could look your house up, Kelly. Oh, that would be fun, right? <laughs> yeah, look I, up my neighbors. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> I, I did not. I looked up mine once in RPR. It's, it's, it's kind of, it is very cool. Well, I'll tell you, the nice thing is, as you are depressed at how your 401k is doing, at least you can look at your house and say, well, hey, at least this has gone up in value. That's for sure. Maybe you could talk a little bit about how the opportunity zones are in our, because I think a lot of people don't realize that you can actually see the mapping for the opportunity zones that are in any area. Right. Yeah. So you can put in a zip code into the search bar right on the homepage and go to that zip code. And then when you go to the map, you can under show geographies, you, one of the options is opportunity zones. And when you click on that, it's going to take any of these, uh, I forget what it's called, officially designated opportunity zones. It's some acronym. Um, but anyway, it'll show, they'll all be highlighted so you can see, oh, this area is an opportunity zone. And you could click on one of those or multiple opportunity zones and search for properties within there. Um, so it's a great tool for investors who might be looking for you know, these tax advantages and things like that. I like that. I think that so that that poses an advantage for anybody that's looking for investment property, or if you have a client that's looking for investment property, um, that's yet another way that they can use RPR to their advantage. Right. And um, there's also a tool that kind of piggybacks on that a little bit. When you're on an individual property, whether it's commercial or residential, um, there's a tool kind of on the right side of the property detail page um, called Valuate. And this is a very detailed and intricate um, tool that you can use with a buyer to kind of run the numbers. You know, are they paying cash? Are they financing it? Are there multiple investors? Um, are they buying it to flip it, to rent it out, to rehab it? You know, what are they, you know, you can run all those numbers and then you can share that spreadsheet with that buyer and they can even tweak those numbers, but you're still in the loop on all of that. So it's a really great tool. We have a, a class that is just on Valuate because it's very detailed. Um, and it's something again, that you can take advantage of both on the website and on the mobile app. Okay, so that's, that goes both ways. That's both yep. desktop and mobile. Okay, because yeah. you had mentioned earlier that, you know, the the buyer, the better buyer tour was only mobile. Are there other pieces that are only mobile or is that just kind of the only one that's... That, that's pretty much the only one. There are certain things like there's on the on the mobile app, there's only the, I'll say the easy CMA. Um, sure. The website has, you know, more valuation tools. Um, you know, but yeah. And, and as far as like the market trends, that's more just on the website as well. Okay. Well, that's cool. Well, can, for a second, let's talk about, um, the advantages of using RPR if you're a broker, what sure. kind of things can brokers find and look for that will help them with their day to day? Yeah. So again, there's no cost for the brokers to participate. Um, they can go right to our blog site, which is blog, B-L-O-G dot N-A-R-R-P-R dot com. And you'll see um, at the very top, um, I think I think it's called constituents or I don't know, but it's one of the tabs right at the top. And one of the options is broker. 
and you click on that and you can sign up for our broker tools. And again, it's free, but you do have to give us your logo so we can brand. We brand the RPR website for your company. We brand the RPR reports for your company. Even the mobile app is branded for your company. So nice. from, your, from your agent's point of view, they think, oh, hey, look, the broker's providing this for us. So it's really kind of nice um, to have all that branding. And then we also have, um, and then this is truly a lead generator. We have a broker AVM where the broker can put on their website kind of a, what is my house worth uh, kind of box. Um, and then as people enter their address, it goes out to RPR and comes back with that estimated value to say, oh, your property is valued at, you know, X number of dollars. And then now they they can capture that lead to say, oh, sure. Ernie's interested in selling his house. He's asking, what is it worth? You know, so again, sure. it's a really nice um, tool. It's, it's only for the brokers. So, you know, if an agent has their own website, that's not available to them, right. but. Um, yeah. And the other thing that the brokers can take advantage of is many brokers um, work with different uh, ancillary services, like it might be a, a mortgage broker or a um, title company or home inspector, whatever it might be. They can, the broker can um, set that up in RPR so that when their agents are on properties, they'll be reminded, oh, if you need a mortgage, talk to so-and-so. Um, or a title search, things like that. Sure. And it can be set up to the office level. So if you have a different rep for each office, it can be set up that way too. So it's really a nice resource. Wow, that's awesome. So you mentioned earlier, um, I think we talked about a little bit about there being commercial um, implications with within RPR, things for the commercial realtor. Um, let's talk about that for just a little bit. Sure. Yeah. In fact, we just we launched the commercial for you guys, I think a few months back. And um, I know you're on the Catalyst system. So that's all set up, you know, in RPR. Um, all of those uh, listings are in RPR as for sale. Um, and we, we are going to be adding the RVM, the estimated value to commercial. It isn't there currently, but it will be coming. Um, we're doing a an update of the property um, information that's coming well, I'll say sometime early next year. Uh, but anyway, um, so that'll be in there. Currently, we also have tenant information. So if you are looking at like per se, a, like an office building or even a retail uh, strip mall, um, where it's available, we'll showcase who the tenants are in there. Um, there's uh, a property report, commercial property report that again, they can generate. And then we have what's called the trade area report. And this is the one that um, really looks at the consumer information. Um, so it'll show you the top five consumer segments in a designated area. Um, that many of them have kind of quirky names like the Green Acre Group or the Rust Belt Group or, you know. But anyway, <laughs> and, and okay. that's just what the system calls it, not us. That's but, fun. Yeah. And it will like it'll tell, you know, you know, percentage of home ownership in this group, um, disposable income in this group. You know, what is their annual income? It'll talk about things like the types of media that they support. You know, this group use, watches Netflix or this group's on Spotify or whatever it might be. Um, and then it'll show all kinds of demographics. You know, here's the education level for this area, the marital status for this area, the age groups for this area. It's all kinds of demographic information um, in this trade area report. 
And we also have a, um, I guess it's kind of like a site selection tool in the commercial where you can say, um, I, I want to um, open a uh, one of these wine and art you know, businesses uh, in an area. And you can put in the criteria to say, you know, I'm looking for uh, women, you know, in their 30s who like art, who like wine, who have a high disposable income. And it will literally show you which parts of the area those people live. So you can say, well, hey, there's a lot of them over here. So I maybe that's where I should locate my little uh, shop. You know, so there, it's really, really awesome um, to, to have these tools. And one thing that we've discovered is many commercial, um, I shouldn't say many, but there are commercial practitioners who are not realtors. They're just kind of correct. Yeah. Commercial agents, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, and when they realize how much they're spending on all of these tools that they're purchasing, it's way cheaper to join the association and be a realtor and get these tools for free. It's really, really nice. Yeah, those, those are some powerful demographics. When you start to look at the trends for a small oh, yeah. business operator that wants to expand or come into an area. area. Yep. Well, and I, I think, too, it's, I think, too, that um, given, you know, the, the climate that we're in right now, as far as it's not commercial folks, it's not a, a snap decision that they're going to, you know, they want all of that background information in order to make the best choice for the the business that they're, you know, establishing. So it's not, um, you know, they're not just going to say, oh, well, you know, I like that building. We're going to go there. You know, right, right, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's best to have all of that. So if mm -hmm. they can have access to that by being a member of NAR, I mean, you know, why, why would you not? <laughs> Exactly. You know, we've got the traffic counts in there, too, so they can see, you know, is this street busy enough for their business? Uh, you know, there's just all kinds of great information in there. That's really cool. So um, you mentioned a little bit earlier about um, generating documents with your, your logo on that. With regard to like listing presentations and things like that for regular for realtors now, um, can they generate reports with their company logo on them and their their contact information and all of that all right so if the if the individual brokerage isn't participating in rpr it will have the mls now logo at the top right. if brokerage is participating it will have the brokerage logo at the top okay um, and the individual agent in their profile section on rpr they can upload their photo and there's also an ability to upload a logo so if they're working for a company that has not partnered or you know participated in RPR, they can upload their their logo there as well. So um, it's very easy to do. Could that be also used for like a team logo? If if you're part of a team, you could put that in there too. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and we've had teams where uh, you know when they I'll say upload their photo, it will be a combination picture of the two of them or or more. You know. Right. Uh, of their team and that will just be how it's identified. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So Therese, since we have you on here too, I want to talk a little bit about um, some of the classes that, that we've had this year with in, in conjunction with RPR. So we have done several RPR classes over the last number of years, actually, but the one we have coming up is on the 19th and we're doing a lunchbox 
Lunchbox Success Series. That's our style. So Janelle and Ernie will be remote, but the students will be here having their lunch and networking while they're learning how to, in most cases, I'm going to say they probably haven't even established a username and password. So we'll be walking them through that process and helping them see all the benefits of it. I, so they're going to get to learn do, the basics. Yeah, they'll be learning person. the basics. And there might be some people that have some, some people I think have, have, they've maybe dabbled with it, but they don't spend like a lot of time on it. I would say they're not, they've, they've heard of it. They sort of know what it is. They may have dabbled in it and set up a username and password, maybe put their own address in, but I don't think that they're like routine users. So we would like to get them into the habit of going to RPR to, to take advantage of everything that sure. it has to offer. Yeah, even if we can create reports in a few keystrokes. And yeah, because even if you're an ex experienced agent who's been using RPR, don't be shy at attending one of these classes. You will definitely get some ideas, you know, whether it's saving you time or some piece of information you didn't know was there. Uh, there's always something you will learn. Uh, yeah, that's definitely true. We we should we should do one for the commercial people too, Ernie, at some point. Sure. Well, and we I have, and we I'm, have people that bounce back and forth. We call them like resi commercials, or they maybe dabble a little bit in it, or they dabble over here too. So, um, but they would they would benefit from a lot of what RPR has for sure. Well, not to put you on the hook for 2023, either one of you, but I'm thinking it sounds to me like that you know we'll have we'll be having these going forward as well oh, yeah. into the into the into new year. Yeah. Um, so people can keep, you know, checking on the on the ACAR website and making sure that, you know, if there's something if, you know, if you can't make one day, there will be problem, you know, chances are there'll be another opportunity mm -hmm. to take that class. Yeah, this is this is our second RPR class of the year. So we did one earlier this year, June, maybe May, June, something like that. And yeah, but but the people on that, there were a few that were not familiar at all. Some most of them, I think they had they had kind of dabbled in it a little bit. They had been on it from time to time, but didn't really know everything there, what there was. They perhaps looked their own house up. <laughs> they might have. If you do that, it's actually kind of fun. You'll, you'll see a lot of data. We have to do that later there. when we get off this call. <laughs> or your relatives. That's always kind of an oh, eye-opening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Look up someone else's house. Oh, my gosh. Well, as time runs out here, I have just one more question for you, Ernie. And, and it's a question that we ask all of all of our guests every every episode um, because this is the home for all podcast and home for all is is our you know commitment to a social movement here um i always ask our guests what home for all means to you personally what does it mean when you hear that it makes me think of uh you know comfort um if you're at ease uh it's just a welcoming situation you know the family the relatives um like you say it's not really a house it's a home and you know that's kind of that you know just it's part of your 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 life and um it, it's so special it's the place where you feel most safe yeah so i loved your answer thank you and i i want to thank you for joining us on today's show and um would you like to share your contact information so that anybody that would like to get a hold of you can 
Oh, absolutely. I, I'm here all the time. So uh, it's Ernie, E-R-N-I-E-B as in bottom, at N-A-R-R-P-R.com. Um, just shoot me an email. I'm happy to answer questions or help you with some problem. Uh, like I say, I've been with RPR for almost 13 years, so um, I know it pretty good inside and out. Well, I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. So, Ernie. Appreciate it. So wrapping things up for this week, I want to thank our listeners for downloading and subscribing to the ACAR Home for All podcast. I want to thank Ernie and Therese for joining me again this week. Be sure to check back with us next week for our new episode. And I hope until we meet again that you are finding your very own meaning of home for all.